Welcome to another episode of Parashah Point's Short Thoughts from the Weekly Torah Portion. This week's Parashah Point comes from Bahar, which is Hebrew for On the Mountain, and it goes from Leviticus 25.1 to Leviticus 26.2. This Torah portion gives instructions concerning the Shemitah and Yovel, that is, the sabbatical and jubilee years. It also gives limits on debt servitude. The parsha concludes with a reminder to keep God's Sabbaths and reverence His sanctuary. There's a lot we can talk about in this Torah portion. Today, we're going to talk about forgiving debt. In this week's Torah portion, we read about the Shemitah, or sabbatical year. A lot of believers who are embracing the roots of their faith and who have a new appreciation for the Torah, they wonder about this commandment in God's Word. What does the Shemitah mean for believers today, and how might it apply to us? The Shemitah is the seventh year in an agricultural cycle of seven years on the biblical calendar. God told the Israelites that they are allowed to work their fields for six years, but in the seventh year they are to allow the land to rest. Furthermore, not only were they to let the land rest, but also they were to release all debt owed to them by their fellow Israelites. In fact, the term Shemitah in Hebrew literally means release. So what might this mean for us today? For instance, many believers around the world wonder if it's wrong to work on their farm or even tend to their backyard gardens during the Shemitah year. Well, it's not wrong according to the commandment. Let's look closely at the context. Leviticus 25.2 says, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land that I give you, the land shall keep a Sabbath to Yahweh. As we can see, according to Scripture, the command to let the land rest on the Shemitah applies specifically to the land of Israel, quote, the land that I give you. Only that land is commanded to rest, not the land of America or Mexico or wherever else. So the literal aspect of the commandment doesn't apply to us right now. Obviously, this doesn't mean that this part of God's Word has no value for us as believers today. Agriculturally speaking, it is still good to let the land rest. It is still a practice that is followed today, just not necessarily every seven years, but perhaps it would be good if it was. Also, God's commandments are not just these arbitrary religious rules, but they're meant to teach us spiritual principles. For instance, one aspect of the Shemitah, as we see in Deuteronomy, is debt release, Deuteronomy 15, 1-3. Yeshua compared debt to unforgiveness. For example, when Peter asked how many times one should forgive their brother who sinned against them, Yeshua said 77 times, which is basically to say an unlimited number of times. Then he proceeds to tell a parable about a servant whose master had released him from the large debt that he owed. But then that same servant refused to release his fellow servant of a debt owed to him. The parable was meant to expose the hypocrisy of those who refuse to forgive others despite the fact that God has forgiven them, and Yeshua makes this clear at the conclusion of his parable. Matthew 18, 32-35 says, Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. 
Some of us are holding on to unforgiveness toward those who've hurt us. We keep them enslaved to our own grudges. Ironically, because we refuse to forgive, we become slaves to our own bitterness. The Shemitah reminds us that we are to release our brother's debt. We are to forgive them. We are to let go of our grudges. And by doing that, we free ourselves. Thank you for joining us for another Parasha Point. We pray that you've been blessed by this teaching. Remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.